1: All right, what you need to know being brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. The big CY, Clinton Yates, is in the house. What up? And it is time for Lindsay Baseball and what we all need to know. Well, Cappy, what do you need Are you still to Lindsay know? Baseball right now? I mean, with the Guardians going out yesterday and all?
2: I mean, it's never changed anything before. I
1: know. Maybe we go into Lindsay football, football season. No, right? no, no. Lindsay basketball. No. My no? team is
2: way too bad for me to go buy that moniker. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> true it's a shame
2: it is quite, quite a shame a shame. but it, I could be Lindsay basketball because guess what Cavs just started playing and you know just saying Spiders already looking pretty good
3: wow just going nicknames you, you know him like that
2: oh yeah we know each other like that oh, didn't you know well.
3: no. no I didn't know these are things that we need to know that's why That's asking.
2: what you need to know bang Spider bang. Mitchell first name basis with me
3: <laughs> not just first name nickname basis I was going to say that's two, two different matters first yeah.
2: name Whatever. Anyway. All right.
3: anyway. So what you need sorry. to know
2: is that history was made for women in sports last week when a local teenager became the first female in California to score multiple touchdowns in a high school football game. Running back Bella Rasmussen is a Laguna Beach high school senior who scored two touchdowns during her game against Godina's Fundamental High School on Friday. She's the eighth girl in the whole state to score a touchdown in a varsity football game, but like I said, the only one to score multiple touchdowns. The Rams even celebrated with her by hosting her at SoFi Stadium for Sunday's game. Against Panthers. So, congrats to Bella on her yeah. awesome accomplishment.
1: That's quality. Maybe the Rams should consider giving her a workout. They probably should. So, you know, since Cam Akers is now gone. I was going to say, what's the deal? What's going I on with Don't that know. Guy? He's like, just... just one of those things where they're, not, I mean, they've done a great job of keeping it quiet. Like, whatever the problem is. Well, I'm not saying the problem is untoward. I'm just wondering, what are they going to do? They're going to sign this young lady.
3: <laughs> Fair enough. Or make a trade More for trade Christian McCaffrey. CMC. Yeah. By yeah. the way, speaking of football, quickly, yeah. get back to the community. You know who got to win this week. The colonizers got to win this week. Your fantasy football team. fantasy football team full of white guys got to win this week in the community league. A beat the commish, Beto and Whittier. Beto
1: and Whittier. Yeah. Shame on you, man. Mission
3: accomplished, by the way. Got beat by a bunch of colonizers. It it happened. Okay. Which means there's just nothing else to say. If I can do that, none of y'all are any good. That's how that works.
1: (laughs) Just saying. (laughs) Fantasy football, that is. Yeah. Uh, In the meantime, again, I want to just say to everybody listening on radio. Everybody listening on the app, we are actually streaming the show on YouTube, ESPN LA on YouTube, and now that Laura and Lindsay are visible on camera, the numbers, Clinton, have skyrocketed. Really? As much as I advertise you and I as being hot, nobody bought it. No. People people know what... People know what I look like. People
2: know what you look like. You are hot though, Cap. You're literally like dripping sweat. I was earlier. Okay. Yeah, that was earlier.
1: Yeah, I was just right yeah, on and everything. Yeah, I was earlier. I was. Uh, it was. It's hot as hell outside.
3: Yeah, it's very hot. You know, I was wearing sweatpants when I walked out last night of my crib. This morning, I was sweating when I left the house.
1: Yeah, and I brought like a change of clothes because I usually get here and then change into what I would call semi-professional like clothing. Yeah. And I just never changed out of flip flop sweatpants, and my t-shirt. Oh yeah. You- <laughs>
3: I was wondering, because like when I saw that, I was like, "That's not normally yeah. how you are put together." But right? That makes sense.
1: And then, and then, because I was downstairs in LA Live, and I was kind of schlepping around, and I was, I was doing—I don't want to say what I was doing. I'll just say this: um, something, something's coming. Yes. Okay. And um, it took a lot of work. We were outside for a long time. I had no sunscreen on, and I was schwitzing. You know, when I got schvitzing up here- like an Airedale, right? As they say. I was schwitzing when I got up here. And when I went to bring it into you to give you a bro hug, I was like, oh, man. Oh, that's uh, when you, you felt a little I uncomfortable don't, at I don't that wanna, point. I didn't want to okay. give you the sweat
3: on my side yeah. of my face. You reminded me of something, though. You said you were downstairs doing something. Did what Was what you were doing, did it involve interacting with the people?
2: That's confidential.
3: Okay, fair enough. Well, the reason I'm asking that, though, is because I get down here about- Like you do, probably once a week into downtown LA to work specifically in the studio. And about every other week, there's a conference. You know, there'll be people all over the thing. Freaking crazy conference going on today. Dude, this conference. What is going on? It is the hottest conference I've ever seen at LA Live. Normally, it's just jabroni schlepping around in khakis and whatever, whatever. I went to lunch today. I was like, oh. I see that things have changed. I need to know what this conference is. Adobe. Yes, Adobe That's Max. what it is? Yeah. It's, it's a group full of designers. And let yeah. me tell y'all, LA good. Live looks better than it's looked yeah. in a long 100%. time today.
1: But you want to know something? Like, down below the station in in LA Live, it's all shut down and fenced off and everything. Right. And I went over to crypto because I wanted, what I was doing, I wanted to have some background of crypto. And, and so... You couldn't get in. I know you still want me to call it Staples, and I was—I would have called it Staples because, like, I normally just call it Staples. But I'm trying to actually call it what it's called okay, now. Okay. But, but you're right. I should just refer to it as Staples. Nonetheless, it's all like fenced off, and there's security everywhere, and they're like, "Where are you going?" I'm like I'm I'm going in. I'm like I'm going in right here by the Shack statue, right? here. They're like, no, you're not. Wow. I'm like, what's the problem? Said, I'm, I'm I'm Cappy. What are I, we doing? I, here? I know. I turned around. I looked up at the big yeah. board over there. I'm like, you said, hey, do there you see? Right there, I pointed. Right. you know right. who I am? Right. You I, you pointed, I pointed. Rat? I I'm the pointed
4: the at. i right. the 19th. 19th most, most, most powerful person purple? in San yes. Diego. Right. Right. You know that. Exactly. You know
1: that makes me in L.A. Zero. That makes no. It makes me like the four four million three hundred and thirty five thousandth most powerful person in L.A. Right. billboard. Right. In San Diego, nineteen top 20. That's you pretty know. good, Gabby. L.A. Though point pretty is,
3: good. I'm going to Adobe Max next
4: year. I don't care where it is. Dude, seriously, right? I, it, it was legitimately
3: so different. I was because you know normally you're like wading through the people and you're mm. like, oh, I wonder what this group is. They don't know what's going on. I was like, oh, I'm. I, I, we might have to go have a drink after the show. I'm
4: with it. I you mean, I'm understand? taking, but I saw some and I'm right. like, hey,
3: you
2: know,
4: right. Really, the scene I mean, I would never scene you know, is but, packed
3: in a good way at so, lunch. So
2: yesterday, uh Tommy and Chris, we, we went down to get something to eat really quick at Yard House after the show. And again, same thing. We walked in and there was we were like, Oh, there won't be anybody there. And we walked in and there's all these people and like all these mostly men in three piece suits, and they're all like like looking at this one TV and times like, Oh, they must be watching the Lakers game. I was like, those guys aren't watching the Lakers game, stop. They were doing some kind of like conference thing. Oh, right. Like,
1: I don't even have a three piece suit. You know, I did when I got bar mitzvahed, but that's like in the early 80s. Mm-hmm. I don't have a three-piece suit. I, I need. Even, I
3: don't wear suits at I feel, all. So. But
1: I feel like if I were going to wear a suit, I'd want to have the vest. Like nowadays, I think the vest in the third piece is cool.
3: I think Bergman was rocking the vest at the Mandy's, right? I think he
4: was. Yeah, I but, should uh, be
3: No, wrong. because I went shopping with him yeah. for the Mandy's specifically. But it wasn't a three-piece yeah,
1: suit, though. It was a, a vest. It's a standalone item. Sure,
3: but like if you've got three pieces on and you're wearing a suit, yeah. I'm calling it a three-piece suit. Okay. They don't all have to match. That's-, okay. that's You know, phylum, rule,
1: order, all that crap. You know what I mean? If you've got three items on that are all part of a suit, it's a three-piece. It's a three-piecer. Okay. So, look, if you're just getting with us, again, uh, everybody on radio, glad you guys are here. Everybody who's listening on the app, stoked that you guys are here, too, because it comes in crystal clear. I like the app myself. And YouTube viewers, we got a really healthy YouTube audience going now that everybody's on camera. So, that's cool. Now, we were talking to Sedano a couple of minutes ago about what Charles Barkley said last night. Right. And... You know, George says he's going to push back. Before we explain the pushback, Laura, can we can we play this, this Barkley thing?
5: This game or something else? This game. All right. You know how I feel about Russell Westbrook? Yes. That he plays hard every time out. I admire him. I respect him. It's time for the Lakers to move him. They have taken all his joy... Out of life in basketball, Chuck is five out of eight. No, Chuck, it's not true the numbers. First of all, the Lakers stink. We can get that out the way. Those two guys <laughs> just out there having fun, AD and LeBron. They're just getting numbers. You never thought they were going to win this game. You know, they're just going through. They're like getting numbers. How can you tell that Westbrook's joy has been stolen? He doesn't look. This guy used to be so exuberant, playing with great energy and great emotion. I think the wear and tear mentally, last year, starting this year, playing with Patrick Beverly, he's going to, and the thing is, he going to get the blame no matter what, because the Lakers ain't a championship contender. I think the fact that everyone was talking about it last year is still going to bleed over. I, I say give them 15 to 20 games. AD's back. You got Patrick Debbie. Let's just see what they're going to yeah, do. Yeah, he, he was I mean, asked right now. He's five yeah. out of eight with 11 points. It's like, not you know, just about the stats, Shaq. You talk about the energy, the energy and enthusiasm, He yeah. he don't I, look. And first of all, I think he got Frank Heman. I think they they sca- scapegoated him and Frank Bogle last year. I think he needs a fresh start. I think the Lakers need a fresh start because they're not contenders. But I hate the fact that they have made him and Vogel scapegoats. They've, this guy, man, I admire Russell Westbrook. They done taken his entire joy out of basketball, and it pisses me off.
1: They done taken all his joy out of basketball, and it pisses me off.
3: I don't disagree with him. I don't disagree with what he reads as a situation between players. Because, look, we can get it all into this, and if those of you who are longtime watchers of Inside the NBA on TNT know full well that Charles is a read-and-react kind of guy in terms of just being around basketball. He's not giving you a whole lot of hardcore analytics on what sets people are running and what kind of stuff is happening from that standpoint. He looks at the games and he tells you what he thinks. And if Charles Barkley, who has been an embattled player in a couple different cities, can read that, I, I'm – I don't have any reason to think that he's wrong. You see what I'm saying, like, and because that's what he does. I mean, you watched Did you guys watch last night? They played uh, after the game. They also played that who he played for game. Charles he doesn't, didn't know know after guys, he right. doesn't know any of them. He doesn't know who half the guys in the league are, but yeah. he knows the guys he does know. Yeah, and I'm gonna trust him on that.
1: So you think though that Barkley before the game. Pretty customary for the guys who are on the broadcast to be able to walk down to the floor or the field and chat it up a little bit with the guys. Or maybe you have guys that have relationships. And I keep watching this Fox postgame show and Big Poppy and Manny Machado are talking about how they text one another. So you think that Barkley, though, is talking to Russ, and Russ is saying to him, Chuck, it's just so bad, man. I thought I was coming home. I thought it was gonna be great. I thought I was gonna live in my own house. I thought the community was gonna embrace me. I had TV commercials. um, Everybody was like Brody's home, we're going to win. And it has become such a nightmare. I hate going to practice, I hate going to games, I don't want to play for these guys. The fans hate me. And do you, what I'm getting at is do you think that Chuck is talking to Russ and and Russ is telling him this or do you think this is just Chuck observing him playing and seeing the long face? I think it's
3: Chuck observing more than just him playing, but I don't think it's Chuck reporting this specifically from First sources such as Russell Westbrook. I mean, he's around the game enough and he's been experienced enough. Jalen Rose talks about this all the time, which is that it's weird when people say, oh, he doesn't have any coaching experience. Well, being in the league is experience with the league. You know what I mean? You know what you're looking at after a certain point. And for me, the reason, like, getting upset with Chuck about it is not really the point because here's the deal what if he's right? You know, and ultimately, that's the Lakers' responsibility. It's not the responsibility of everybody else to make the Lakers look good. That is no part of any equation in any any scenario. He's just calling it how he sees it. It doesn't really matter who the team is at that point. But I do think there's something to be said for that. And the reason why it matters is because if that morale is affecting anybody on the rest of the team, that's not what you want, Scott. You know, whether there is intent or blame to be set out is not really the point. Ultimately, the product in the end is not good.
1: So I think the best thing that Barkley said was Russ needs a fresh start and the Lakers need a fresh start. I need more than that. And and that's what Sedano was saying is that the forty seven million dollars that Russ is being paid this year to be miserable and have the joy taken from him, man, that's forty seven million dollars that could be used in a lot of other places. Yeah. You know? So make the move if that's what has to happen and after game one, that's what everybody thinks. Now what did Russ think? Because the the reporters got to him after the game. Like, yo, Russ, you hear what Chuck said? He's like, nah, tell me. And then once they did, he had a reaction.
3: What did uh, Russ you think? You
6: know what, man? I'm, I'm super
3: um, blessed and and leaning a lot on my faith. Um, so I have a lot of uh, great friends, family, um, good people in my corner that support me through thick and thin. And... Um, when I have God in my corner, I don't really. It doesn't really matter what happens outside of that. Um, I stay on course, stay focused, stay locked in, um, and that's all I can ask. Everything else that comes around it, I'm um, gonna continue doing what I'm doing. Um, stay locked into my craft and everything else will take care of itself. So.
1: Reaction to Russ's reaction coming right back. This is Sedano and Cap on Seven Ten ESPN.
0: Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Clinton Yates, do you believe in love? I do. Feel, Feel strong about
1: that? Yeah, for certain. Love is what gets us through. Hey now, 1998, share. This released. is not a
3: song I was listening to in 1998.
1: Though. No, this wasn't exactly what you were doing? You weren't getting down close. to Cher? No? no, not remotely. No. I
3: but didn't even know this song was by Cher. This yeah.
2: song was everywhere, though. I feel like this was one of those songs where like, you couldn't walk to like CVS without hearing this song.
3: Perhaps in Cleveland.
2: <laughs> I don't know. DC, I feel like huh? it was everywhere.
3: <laughs> not where I'm from. Um, I know this song from Like, I don't think I've ever heard the song that somebody said, "Hey, I'm going to play this song, Clinton, and you're going to listen to it." I've heard it in like TVs and movies. And yeah, stuff. TVs oh. and movies,
4: yeah. and like That's maybe in, like a, yeah. a costume party type of thing. Sure.
1: Yeah. yeah. You've never like gotten into somebody's car and they're like, "Yo, I'm about to turn on some no. share and the we're going to get down." You
3: know what I was doing in the nine eight? Nothing, me what nothing doing. Doing good about that. I no? was going to whatever soccer, basketball, or baseball practice. I was uh, enjoying some wellness products with my friends. Oh, really? And, uh, you know. I don't know, hanging out with girls. I don't know. What do we want me to say?
1: And like, this song was not part of the This song was that.
3: not even close to the part of the rotation. If this song was in the rotation, I was probably out of your rotation. You know what I'm saying? Boys to Man
4: was in the rotation. Boys to
3: boys Man, well, I was younger then, but Boys to Man was in the rotation yeah. for sure. For, you know, later in the rotation,
1: right? Yeah. The big CY is in for Shidano. What up? We are on the radio, we are on the app, the ESPN LA app, which is crystal clear, I love it, and we're also on YouTube, and the ladies are on YouTube, the control room is on, it actually looks super cool, and I want to say one other thing about the YouTube, because I don't know if anybody else here is watching it while I'm watching it, because like I'm actually watching it while we're on, the live chat is awesome. Oh yeah? I love the live chat on YouTube. So while we're on the air, like a lot of people like to go to Twitter, and they like to be, see what's being said on Twitter. I like the live chat on YouTube and there's a ton of people that are listening that are all inside the uh, the YouTube chat. They're talking about all kinds of things like, hey, Lindsay, can you help me get my eyebrows done? I mean, that's kind of a topic of conversation that's happening right now inside the YouTube chat. Why?
4: why? why? Yeah. Why did they say that Barkley, her and I all get our eyebrows done at the same place? I just read that comment.
1: I don't know. Do you guys all get your eyebrows no. done the same way?
2: I mean, does Charles Barkley have women's eyebrows? Yeah, I feel like, he, like he, his eyebrows are fine.
1: I don't know. Maybe he's got really good eyebrows. If the community is JV, where is YouTube
3: in terms of where <laughs> we're ranking on that?
2: <laughs> um,
1: well, this is I, this is really like the first day where I'm really okay. really in on YouTube. So tryouts, yeah. This is today is tryouts sure. for the varsity club, right? Yeah. Right. Okay. I'll take Although that.
2: Mason and Ireland, I, th- I think it was them that said that the YouTube comments were like worse than the Mason and Ireland Reddit page.
1: Yeah, I don't think we're so having that so far.
2: That's what they said on their show. I don't know. Oh, okay. okay. So
3: I see. I see. oh, I see. The beatings will continue until morale improves. Morale <laughs> improves. People are actually stepping their game up. How about that? No, I'm kidding.
1: There's also a lot of talk in this uh, chat right now on YouTube about what's going on with the Lakers because that's what we've been talking about yeah and um if you're just getting with us what we played at the end of the last segment was Russ's reaction to Charles Barkley and Barkley said that the Lakers should trade Russ because they've stolen the joy from the game and from his life Clinton it's so much bigger than he's not a happy guy with the team it's it's he's a miserable human being I don't because think of, that. of who I don't, he's playing I think for. You're, I think I think. Am we, I exaggerating? I
3: think, well, no, I I, I, I think that what he was saying was not <laughs> as exaggerative as it sounded in the sense that, like, I mean, I'm sorry. We we're all reasonably smart human beings. Have you guys been listening to Russell Westbrook for the past season and a half? Do you think he sounds like a happy guy when it comes to talking about playing on this team and playing basketball? It doesn't. He's talking about his family, his corner, his life goals, which I respect and is fine, but he doesn't seem to have anything to say about the wins and losses about the Lakers, and I'm not mad at him for that. This is not some groundbreaking observation from the Chuckster for me. This is just a dude seeing what he thinks doesn't make sense and pointing it out, and I don't disagree with him.
2: But wait, but just to jump in here, I remember before he even got to the Lakers, there was this whole controversy because I think it was Stephen A that was questioning him and his... Dedication and his happiness, and like, you know, basically, like whether or not he should even be playing in the NBA anymore, because he said the same thing, like, I don't know, a year and a half, two years ago, where he was just like, All I care about at the end of the day is my faith and my family and the people that support me. And that's, you know, the other stuff like basketball is my job. Like, that's kind of what he said.
3: Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. A lot of guys play that way. However, when you're trying to bring a championship piece to a team that is looking to make a run at the O'Brien trophy, you might want to have somebody that's got a little bit more zeal for what they're actually doing on the court simply because that's what it's going to take for, again, the camaraderie and the morale to matter. When we looked at those clips of him before in the preseason where he's just kind of off to the side, it's not about individually blaming Russell for what he's doing. It's about the fact that square pegs, round holes don't work, and that's where we are.
1: But you don't think that what Barkley said, though, about he's miserable as a Laker and he's miserable. They've stolen the joy from basketball and from life. You don't think that what Barkley is saying is that he was a happy-go-lucky kind of a guy. He was a, he was an exuberant player on the floor. Now, when I look at him on the floor, I see a guy who doesn't like playing in the system. He doesn't like wearing the uniform. So he's unhappy, and they've t- taken the joy from him from basketball. But you know what? It's actually impacted his real life. And so off the floor... For a guy who was a happy guy, he's become a miserable guy.
3: I think you're reading more into that than need. Be. I am. Mean, I'm, I'm, but, I'm a very. But, you know, I'm very. I, I look do, deep. You know? I do. Th- <laughs> Profundity is what I what I major in. Um, I do think that there is some validity to that, and there's nothing wrong with that. You know what I mean? Like that means he cares about his job in a certain way. But I, I think it's get, it's getting weird, man. It's getting real weird because this gets back to my point that we were talking about when Sedona was on, which is when you're under this much of a spotlight. And all you got are excuses, lame like old school random ego pride and things that don't remotely matter anymore like the number of banners on the wall as if anybody in the NBA now sort of cares about that when they're thinking about coming to a team like I, I just I, I feel that there's a reality check that has to happen for so many type of humans around this franchise and Russell's providing a good opportunity for people to look at what the reality of the situation really is right now. That guy is that unhappy? sort of ostensibly, when he's getting paid that much money, that's bigger than just a roster fit. That's a, it doesn't appear to be, there's no real light at the end of this tunnel, and he knows that,
1: and that's why he gets his love at home, as opposed to on the court. So, it's tough. I listen, I mean, we're one game in. Is there anybody listening on radio, on the app, is there anybody watching on YouTube that could make the case, hey guys, Charles Barkley, Kendrick Perkins... George Sedano, the big CY, Cap... Hey, guys, um, it was one game, and they were playing the defending champs on their home floor. Oh, you sound like you've been and, in a community. And, and <laughs> uh, is there anybody that can say, hey, come on, it's only a game. They're playing against the best team in the NBA. Yeah. The whole city of San Francisco was going nuts yesterday. It was hours before the game, and there were thousands of people all over the Embarcadero. I mean, is there... Are we just going a little too crazy after only one game? Because Barkley did it after a half.
3: That sounds like a JV argument. I'm just saying. It's not like the whole team didn't go 16 games out of 500 last year. Come on. I mean, that's that's like Yeah, it was one game, at, and guess what? You got your can slammed, buddy, in the first game of the year. That's an attempt your first at game positivity should be, that's all. Your first game should probably be your best game at that point. What were you doing all offseason? Where was all the gelling? Where was all that trust? What were we, we were—I've been sold a bill of goods. You know what I'm saying regarding what was actually some actual team building. It doesn't matter to me in the context of. I do think that these guys are trying to find a way, but if it ain't working, it ain't working. Thirty. What was it? Thirty to four run in the third quarter. It was bad. to four. Run. It was really bad. Not great, Bob. Not great, Bob. You know. Hey, Bob. Not, not great. Good. No. Know? Yeah. Exactly. What's that from? Mad Men. Man, it's tough. And I think that also what I don't like about this is that this franchise has found a way and I don't think that they've done this on purpose. It's just the way that they're sort of constructed and the way that they've done things. There's always a little side out excuse. It's either, oh well the injuries, oh well the coach. Oh, well, they don't have the same team as they did last Well, these I mean, what are, we, what are we doing if we're not trying to run a basketball team here? These are all on the team. You know, these aren't cosmic forces that are somehow aligned to make sure the Lakers aren't doing it right. They're simply what it's like to stay in the league and stay competitive. It's something that's going to take a major mindset shift, I think, from this franchise to get back to where they want to be.
1: So I'm watching last night and, you know, Anthony Davis, I'm like, OK, hey, look, Anthony, Anthony Davis looks pretty decent. Um 10 for 22 from the field, not great. 0 for 3 from three-point range, I wish he would stop shooting three-pointers. John Ireland told us during the Supercross talk he made like 17 in a row in the pregame. Oh, great. But he's 0 for Man. 3 during the game.
3: How about those pregame three-point banners we got on the wall?
1: And I don't know about everybody else, maybe I'm alone in this, but every single time that Anthony Davis hits the deck, I assume he's not getting up. Correct. There's a play where LeBron and AD are running down the floor together. LeBron hits AD. AD goes up for this layup, and then tumbles and hits the you know the stand behind the basket. The yeah. And I'm like, oh dude, he's hurt. He's hurt. Now yeah. he wasn't thankfully, right? But like just the delay of getting up, I'm like, oh no, he's hurt. Must be the back. Could be the knee. Not sure. Not really sure. So. I mean, to me, the thing to
3: the thing to be happy about if you're a Laker fan. Has nothing to do with the wins and losses. It has to do with the fact that you've had the opportunity to realize something has to change, and not these, like the transmission has to change. You can't get new rearview wears. You can't get new tires or rims. What's under the hood is a large part of what is going wrong with this Laker team, and I don't mean because anybody's trying to do anything wrong. The league has just
1: evolved. So there's What's nobody. Happening? There's nobody that's going to call the show today and make the case that hey, fellas, calm down. It's just one game. Come on. No. Come on. You got to be out there somewhere. Eight seven 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 ten espn 877-710-3776. You want to sneak in one call before we get to Radio Tinder? Let's do it. You want to try and do it? Let's do it. All right. Uh, Laura, are you there? Where's Laura? Where... Can you put Andy on the air? Cause Andy I'm sitting in on the Corona. You're anyway. on the air. What's going on, Andy? Hey, what's
4: up? Hey, what's up, guys?
3: Talk what, to us. What you got? You're on the air.
4: Yeah. Hey, listen. Uh, first of all, first thing you got to do is you got to stop listening to Ireland because Ireland doesn't know what he's talking about. He's the biggest homer out there. Second of all, yeah, I'm going to jump in with Chuck. I think the season's over. You're right. I'm, I agree with him. I mean, Anthony Davis hits the ground, and everybody just grabs their breath like, oh, my God, is he hurt. Even Reggie Miller said, we didn't know if he was going to get up. We didn't know if he was going to get hurt. We didn't know if he's going to keep going. And they can play one quarter, but they can't run with all these guys. They can't play four quarters with these guys. So they're going to win their share of games. They maybe get the seven, eight, maybe the nine, but then they're going to get eliminated unless you make a major change. And I think you've got to have to get – rid of Anthony Davis.
3: Sorry. Mm, Okay.
1: That's an interesting choice. I mean... All right, Andy. Thank you for the call, man. It's tough.
3: You know, it's, it's a tough situation. But to me, again, if you want to live in the fantasy world of either A, championship or bust, B, this team can get whoever they want, or C there's some conspiratorial conglomeration of just chance.
1: Damn, conspiratorial conglomeration? Of chance. Oh, my God. Um, then, sure, you can live in that world. Or you
3: can live in a world that says, man, I'd love to see what the Lakers did if they were in their operation like a modern franchise, which they don't.
1: A lot of people want to get on the air. 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. The big CY is in for Shidano. But coming up next, it's time for Radio Tinder.
7: Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contacts writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contacts' best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contacts' expert live customer support.
2: I know you missed that, Clinton. You definitely missed that.
3: Yeah. I mean, I missed it almost more than... Never mind. Are <laughs> <very> you excited? <laughs> I'm not going to say that. That's okay. I'm, I'm excited. super
2: excited for Radio Tinder, Clinton Yates, aren't I'm you? Sure. This
3: sounds like the kind of person that would have been playing Cher in their car in 1998. Wow. I would have been like... No you know, better. I was wow.
2: listening to Bone Thugs back in that's 1998. That's what I'm saying. Oh. So oh. That's don't what my get it twisted here, okay? I'm not. Don't get Thank
3: it you. twisted. Thank you. That's what I try to do. You throw the lobs, dunk the ball. Don't just watch it go See out of See you at the crossroads. That was a dunk. That was a dunk. <laughs> That's don't how you drive, as they say in Bad Boys. <laughs> you yes. know I know.
1: I know.
2: All right. Don't get it twisted. <laughs> yeah, don't get it twisted. Come on.
1: Bones thugs. No, no not no, Bones thugs. No, no, okay? no. We got to move on.
2: Bones and thugs. By the thugs. way, just, want to, just shout out to Bone Thugs because I know a lot of y'all live out here, even though you're from Cleveland, and I know bones you're just as mad about thugs. the Browns as I am right now because y'all were tweeting about it on Cleveland Sunday. Cleveland alarm. So just want to say shout out to Bone Thugs. You guys are the best. Anyway. Is that one
1: guy or two guys?
2: And There's a lot of guys, Cappy. <laughs> you oh. would get you would get so confused if I tried to go through the rundown and explain them all to you. You got Crazy Bone, you got Lazy Bone, you got Busy Bone, you got Wishbone. Yep.
1: Did you know that you Outcast was more than one dude, Clinton? C-
2: no, he, of course he didn't know that, <laughs> <That's> Cappy. <ridiculous. laughs> I, I didn't know, I thought
1: it was that. one guy. It's just no, one name, Outcast.
3: Not, not even that <sighs> Can we get to Radio Tinder? Of course. Before we embarrass ourselves further in
1: the community.
4: <laughs> no, not us. Him. That's true. Do not put That's us true. in that oh, fair mix. Point. Okay, fair you. point. Thank you.
1: Yeah, this one I don't mind standing alone on.
4: <laughs> Kev, okay, you,
2: you don't know Bone Thugs. You're gonna know Bone Thugs. Okay? I know Bone and Thug. I have no. I don't know. I, I, anyway.
1: Radio
3: Tinder.
2: More than 30 drivers got stuck along the 405 freeway near Mulholland Drive around the same time oh. this morning due to the same issue: a flat tire. Really? Yeah. Officials believe that a box of nails or some wooden blocks might have fallen off of a truck, creating the hazard. They do not believe that it was intentional. So, no injuries were reported, thank goodness, but a lot of people were out there, you know, having to change their tires in the middle of the freeway on their morning commute. So, have you guys ever gotten a flat tire, and do you know how to change a tire? Swipe left or swipe right. Keppy.
1: Okay. (laughs) Um, I'm going to swipe right. That I have gotten a flat tire, I'm going to swipe left. That I'm capable of changing said really? flat tire. Mm. Now, now, I mean, if I really, really, really had to do it on my own, I could go to the trunk, take out the jack, put it together, jack
3: up the car. Oh, so you're on tryouts level. You're not even at JV. You're like so-
1: you don't even have like a power jack. Uh, I mean, I got whatever came standard with the car. Like you
3: got to pump it with your arms? Oh, yeah. Okay, because you know that we're in 2022 now. They have like compression air jacks where you can do it in like 10 seconds. Yeah, but do you carry one of those around with you? Well, I mean, it's in the trunk like everything else. Really? Yeah, it's not that expensive. My
2: Lexus came with one. Right,
3: yeah. That's how people do things now. Once again, this is a varsity operation on this side of the table. Okay. But the move is this, and I'll swipe right on both because I've done it. But here's the move. If you ever buy a car yeah. and you get it from a dealership, yeah. ask them to do one thing. What's because that? sometimes things get goofed up and you sort of don't realize it until you're in the moment. Ask if you can watch them change a tire. Like, just say, hey, show me, how, show, show me how you do it. And then you can see the steps. Not that it's that complicated, but there's always some funky thing that you may or may not remember or you're not going to have a, as recall when you're actually in the moment because you're stressed out because you're on the 405 trying to go to work, when you buy the car, if you're getting it from a place that actually has a service setup, ask if you can just watch them do it with the items that are already there.
1: So I will admit that I'm, um, I am I would call myself a tire-changing snob in that- You're calling I, AAA. Oh, AAA or my insurance, you know? Right. Like roadside assistance, pal. <laughs> Like I should, I probably should be able to get out of the car, put the spare on faster than by the time they get there and do it for me. But I would probably be the lazy guy that's like, "Well, I paid for AAA. I might as well have them come do it."
3: One time, I uh, I had to, I, we were partying with a f- two of us, three of them, and as in girls and guys. She was driving. We had been out. There was a designated driver, but the rest of us were. Blitzed. And so, there was some situation, not so dissimilar to this, we ran over a thing, and she was like, you guys are changing the tire. <laughs> like, I didn't even drink tonight. There's no way I'm changing the tires. So, I can do it even when I'm not sober. That's nice. the point, yeah.
2: It happened to me once when I was driving home from my, my family camping trip, and my little sister's best friend, who's like literally four feet tall. She's like this tiny, skinny little girl. Oh, so she's
3: taller than you? Yeah. No. yeah.
2: Yeah, exactly. Her and I were driving back, and we were almost back to Cleveland, and I got a flat tire. I had no idea how to change a tire, and this girl who's like, you know, 80 pounds, like she, I don't know, she's probably in like 7th or 8th grade at the time- just get like busts out the like takes everything out of the trunk like all of our camping stuff and just like busts out the jack and changes the tire and I was like Krista how did you know how to do that she's like oh yeah my dad taught me yeah and I was like that's awesome gotta know yeah
1: I mean, my crazy. dad taught me and I'm just I'm I'm sure I'm an embarrassment to him
3: <laughs> yeah but there's ways to my point is there's w- ways to make it way easier now everything is power now and it powers from inside your car it's not a big deal it's like it's not like we're going full NASCAR on pit road here but yeah.
1: you know it's doable in a way that doesn't get your your hands dirty. I'm gonna check my. Uh, I'm gonna check in my trunk. Yeah, and see what I got. See what your jack situation is. Because I have not even seen the jack, and I've had the car <laughs> for two, maybe three years.
3: Right, and that's why you don't want to do that. Because when you're in the dark and you don't even know where you're
1: looking, <laughs> that's not good for business. Yeah. All right, Lindsey, baseball.
2: All right, so the days of password sharing and secretly piggybacking off of your ex's Netflix account will soon be behind <laughs> us. The subscription services seemingly knuckling down on those who have failed to start their own accounts for whatever reason. Yesterday, Netflix announced that it will shortly be charging customers an added monthly fee to people who have shared their usernames and passwords. They said, quote, finally, we've landed on a thoughtful approach to monetize account sharing and we'll begin rolling this out broadly in the U.S. starting in early 2023. So, do you guys have people who leech off of your Netflix account, or do you leech off of anyone else's? Swipe left or swipe right? Clinton, you go first.
3: Uh, swipe left, but I pay for all of my brothers and sisters' subscriptions.
2: So, that means they leech off of yours, no, right? No, not
3: leeching. Can you give it to them? I mean, yeah. That's the whole point. Like, okay. It's like, you know, it's like this is the family stuff, yeah. and like, you know, I'm the guy on TV, so I pay for all the TV for people to watch. <laughs> that's pretty much how that goes, you know what I mean? So, I think, though, that this is, and I'll use a quick analogy, Netflix is scrambling here. Netflix had something that was a problem that they didn't think was, not unlike the Los Angeles Lakers, that they did not think was going to be an issue. And now that they're losing all this money and losing all these other streamers, they're like, oh, hold on, hold on. You got to pay for all these things. This is this has panic move written all over it for me, Cap.
1: So uh, I'm going to swipe left and say that, um, for example, Disney Plus I pay for. My kids want to use it. I don't know the password. <laughs> I pay for Netflix. Everybody in my family knows that one. So everybody's using it. I definitely mooch, I have somebody's Hulu account at my house that my daughter set up before they went to college, so I use that Hulu account so I can watch Legacy, Uh, but I will say this, this came from out of nowhere, what's up with the commercials on Hulu? Did you guys know that Hulu has commercials now? I thought there were tiers.
2: To there that. are tiers. Yeah, there's tiers. Always, really? Yeah. Yes. I never saw commercials. There's 3 tiers. There's yeah, like there's, tiers. there's the 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 basic, whatever, the cheapest one and you commercials. have commercials, and then there's the one that doesn't have the commercials and it costs more, and then there's like the really expensive one that also has live TV.
1: Okay, just so you know, I've never seen a commercial on Hulu because I've been watching Legacy on Hulu. All of a sudden there's and these commercials are like 2 minutes long. Yes. And what's worse is they count you down. Yes. So it's not like, hey, I wonder when the show's coming back. They'll sh- And I'm like, I can't sit here for two minutes. Yeah. So I mooch off somebody's Hulu. I'm going to call them. I know who it is. I'm they gonna cheaped c- out. I'm going to call them and tell them to upgrade their account, please. That's oh, number really? one. Yes, I am. I'm, yes, j- right. I'm
2: joking about them cheaping out. It's, <laughs> it, it's funny. It's ironic you say and complaining about that when you're not the one who pays for it. it. That's right.
1: And I also, <laughs> I will tell you guys that I use YouTube TV. That's like my primary TV uh-huh. in my bedroom. And I mooch off of Rachel. Oh, wow.
3: I
2: believe that. Okay. Yep.
1: And true.
3: I so I'm, use, I'm like 50-50. I actually use YouTube music as well. So I do so that. Really? Yeah. I
2: use the word like leeching because I have my Netflix and, you know, when I been, when I spent a lot of time back home at my mom's during the pandemic, I just used mine because I guess my mom never had a Netflix account. Anyway, there's been a, a few times where she's had my nephew over, so they have two Netflix accounts going at once and then I can't log in. So I finally was like, mom... You got to get your own Netflix account because this is ridiculous. Oh no,
3: you had to boot mom's off. Yeah,
2: because it made me mad. Because it's like, mom, you make way more money than me. You know, right. she works for the government. Go get your own Netflix well, account. Well, you know mom. what?
1: I'll tell you what bothers me is my ex-wife uses my Netflix account, oh. and so I all of a sudden was watching the same series that she was watching, and I'm like, wait a second, I'm not on episode eight because it was like showing me that one through seven were already watched. I'm like, no, I don't think I'm. I don't think I left off on eight. My ex-wife is using my Netflix. That's not cool, dude. Are you sure that- about that? I think so. You sure it's not somebody else in your ex wife's life? Oh well that could be also. That could be that all the more <laughs> just, reason. Just no, 100% saying. Hundred percent right. I need to have a little chit chat. You're probably that. right. That's yeah.
2: problematic, Cap, because that happened to me too. I should change my password, you shouldn't should. I? Yes. You, you should. should. That's what I did to my mom. And then you I was should like, let mom, let I don't Rachel have it change anymore. your password. Yeah. <laughs> but I was watching uh you remember Dexter when they did the Dexter reboot?
1: Love Dexter. It's
2: on Showtime and I have it, and I was so excited to watch it and like my sister was like, Oh yeah, it was really good. So I go to log on to it and I start watching the episode and then like halfway through Spoiler alert, if anybody did not see the Dexter reboot, uh, halfway through the episode, give people like two seconds here, um, (laughs) he shoots his dad, and I was like, "What, what? Like, what happened? Like, Oh, How did man. this happen? And then I realized I was on the last episode because my sister had watched the whole series except for the last y'all, episode, y'all and get so it, it ruined it.
3: Y'all are y'all are way too discombobulated with your streaming. Well, no, it's you ruined have it for it. Me. You've, you've handled it perfectly. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I control it, so that's not going to change. Well,
2: I didn't know that my sister was using mine and like watched the whole thing. I didn't know what episode it was. I just clicked on the show. Yeah,
4: you guys want to know what you do? Because in my family, we like I pay for one, one pays for the other, and we sure. just kind of share it out. You create profiles, people. Yeah. Okay? That's, that's, that's how you do it. That's the I'm breakdown. Just saying. You gotta but do it. But they don't just have
2: that it. on, like, Showtime and, like, you know, some of the some newer do. ones. I, Most yeah. of them do. do. Most of them do, but there's like two or three that don't.
3: My favorite is Disney Plus, not just because I work yes, for Disney, but you can you can change the avatars. Oh on my your god! Profiles to different things.
4: My brother's is hilarious, thick like Thanos.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Mine is definitely Pantero Negro, so that's. Role,
4: yeah. <laughs> I got to uh,
1: I got to figure it out because my daughter will say to me, she's like, Dad, how do, do you have an ESPN Plus account? I'm like, No, and she's like, you work for ESPN. I'm like, I know, but I have a Disney Plus. It's like, "Well, what's the password?" I'm like, "I don't know." And then I'm always advertising these bundle packages. Why don't bundle I do for it for free,
2: Cap? Yeah, I do. You yeah. should, you Wait, should, I get
1: yeah, the bundle for gotta, free? You got to organize yeah. this. Man. Really? How do I get that?
3: Again, just sign up. Learn,
2: got,
0: learn seriously, your password. I didn't get it
2: for free either, so really? I'm like I, Cap. How, how do well, a, get no, it? Well, no, no, you get the but they choose now. You choose at the end of every or the beginning of every calendar year if you get the bundle or you get the two extra um Disney tickets.
1: I took the two extra Disney tickets, okay, of then course. That doesn't any good cuz I haven't used them.
2: Right, so you don't get the bundle for free. Just strike that, reverse it. Right. I'm so confused, but okay.
1: No, it's an
3: option that you can pick. And if gotcha. you pick, you only have one choice to pick. it. It's like, you know, once a year.
4: They're ending that, by the way. I just got it's an like email. It's like
2: open
1: enrollment. Really? Yeah. Well, good thing I don't have an ESPN email. Otherwise, I'd know about that, but That's I don't. That's true. Lynn, you got one more? Can we sneak one more in? Uh,
2: Can we sneak one more in? What do
1: you think? If um, the is no, no. No, I'm no. Awesome. We'll
2: save that one for Big dealer. All
1: right, you got it. All right. Uh, Radio Tinder presented by Tequila Mandala. Always swipe right on Tequila Mandala. Award winning small batch premium sipping tequila. Not that I would know. Made from the (laughs) finest mature agaves. Available wherever fine tequilas are sold. Or visit tequilamandala.com Up your game and demand the extraordinary with Tequila Mandala. All right. Coming up. Perhaps and I'm saying perhaps but I'm pretty sure I'm 100% on here. The absolute worst Worst, worst fan song that has ever been created by a team that is pursuing a championship. You know, fans get into it, they make up songs. This one must be the worst of all time. We'll play it for you. Coming right back. This is Sedano and Cap.
6: Robert Half research indicates nine out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half.
1: What's going on? It's Sedano and Cap on 710 ESPN, the big CY. What up? Television's Clinton Yates, the president of the local chapter of the Handsome Man Community, is in the house. We're here. I just did a terrible Millie Rock
3: for those of you watching on YouTube. Uh, and I was on TV earlier today, too.
1: How you feeling about that? It's okay. How'd you I, do? Uh, did you look good? Did, did not you feel win. Good?
3: I'm wearing the same thing I was wearing then, which is a rarity. Ball cap as well? No, no ball cap. You know, got to show the pe- got to show the people. You know, yeah. I mean, the money maker. But uh, no, it was it was fine. We talked about the Lakers a little bit, and uh, yeah, I said the Lakers are not a team that is looking to retool a piece here or there. Lakers are a bad team right now. That's just the reality.
1: I said earlier uh, before Radio Tinder, can we find somebody? Is there anybody listening today throughout Los Angeles, Orange County? Even our friends down in the southern part of L.A., San Diego. The southernmost tip of Los Angeles. Right. (laughs) Is there anybody that's willing to call the show and make the case that, hey, guys, everybody calm down. Charles Barkley, you saw one half of basketball, and you already talked about how the Lakers lost the game in the past tense, and there was still a second half to be played. How'd that work out? Well, he was right. (laughs) You talked about Charles Barkley. How Russell Westbrook has had the joy of the game in his life stolen from him, he needs to go.
3: How'd that work out? He's he, he agreed. He, he kinda,
1: yeah kind yeah, of he kind of <laughs> yeah Russ sort of was like yeah Chuck's right I just don't want to say that out loud but everything I'm saying says that Chuck's right. What's up with these phones? Well, that's just it. I I think we have found somebody. Have we found somebody? I think we have Rob in L.A. Rob, um, can you make the case that everybody should calm the you know what down?
0: Yeah, I, I, first of
1: all, I want to say hey King. Hey, King, to you. Uh, Yeah, yeah. I I do. It's one game. You're playing against the best team in the league, and there's
0: no reason to get all uptight over one game. I mean, it's it's one game out of a lot of games left to go. You have a new coach. You have a new team put together. So just relax. It's going to work out.
1: Okay, all right. Okay, that was not... You're not, you're not that was, he's not selling you? That he's was not, not a convincing Rob, argument. All wow, of the things that not Rob's, persuasive.
3: All of the things that Rob said, in fact, were an indication of the problem, not the solution. Everything is new. You have no idea who's who, and you're getting banged out on national TV.
1: Can we play, guys... Heard that before. Can, can we play what LeBron James said after the game? Because you would think that LeBron would be the guy who would make the case... Hey, relax. Like Aaron Rodgers would say, relax. You guys keep thinking
3: that people are supposed to be false optimists in situations. LeBron James doesn't have time for that. He doesn't need to do that anymore. And that's honestly, Scott, where this gets really weird is because if the biggest accomplishment of the Lakers' season is that LeBron James passes Kareem Abdul-Jabal on the scoring list and that's all there is to talk about, that's going to sow some seeds of discord within the franchise just in terms of what was ever really happening to begin with here that I think are kind of difficult to overcome if he's still on the team.
1: One of the things that Barkley said in his whole you know rant about the Lakers is that LeBron and AD are just out there having fun collecting points. And I was thinking to myself, how do you have fun collecting points when you know your team is going to lose and you're going to be bad and everybody's going to criticize you and pepper you with questions about why things are so bad? That, that doesn't sound like fun to me. No. I mean, but,
3: you know, look, fun fun is a different matter at this point. I don't know that anybody what, what anybody's doing is fun for anybody outside of LeBron. I mean, listen, who's on the commercials every single time they go to break when the Lakers are getting blown out on even on national TV games? Oh, right, LeBron James. That's why LeBron James is having fun. He ain't losing a dime, and he's not losing anything. And he already got his ring, so he can justify his time here and think in his mind. But, again, if the biggest storyline of the season in terms of what the most major thing happens to the Lakers is, is him breaking a Laker greats record, that's awkward, understandably.
1: Linz, do you have the uh, the yep. LeBron sound? Okay, so this is LeBron after the game. What I want is him to lie to me. I want yes. him to, to make me believe that it's only one game and that there's a new coach and there's new players. Which is again part of the problem, and, and, not the solution. Right. And things are gonna get better. <laughs> I want LeBron to lie to me and I want LeBron to, LeBron to lie to himself. You, Clinton, seem to like what LeBron said here.
3: I just I think he's being honest. Right. You know what I mean? I don't want honesty. What are we what are we looking at right. here? You know, I watched the game. <laughs> <laughs> what did you see? Tomorrow, to 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 this point, and we got some more phone calls that I want to hit as well, because people seem to have opinions on this. Tomorrow's the real, actual test. You got the clips? You know what I'm saying? Like, if you show up in your own building and get popped by them, who are definitively championship contenders, then you've really got something to think about. Because you're not just losing to randos, you're losing to the people that are your neighbors.
1: alright seven 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 ten espn 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. Like, like Clinton said, there's a lot of people on hold that now want to get on the air. We'll get to your calls. Here's what LeBron said last night after the game.
5: Um... I, mean, I don't know. Um, I think we're getting great looks, I think. Um, but it also could be teams giving us great looks. I and mean, if you, to be completely honest, we're not a team that's constructed of, of great shooting. And that's just the, the truth of the matter is, it's not like you know, we're sitting here with uh, a lot of lasers on our team. So, you know, but that doesn't deter us from still trying to get great shots and when we get those opportunities to take them. But we're not sitting here with a bunch of... 40-plus career three-point shooting guys.
3: Dude. Yeah. Dude. I me mean, you want him. You want him to lie. You want him to act like he's a member of the community and just be completely non-realistic about what's going on <laughs> in the rest of the world around him.
1: Is that what you want? Kinda. Yeah. Okay. Kinda.
3: I'm just saying, if yeah. you if you want that, that's fine. But this is again part of the reason that this is an issue. People aren't being honest with themselves about what's going on in the rest of the league. If you want your team to get better, you have to be honest about what's actually happening, I not just, just looking for shortcuts as to what's going to change night tonight.
1: I just figure though it's game one, and that LeBron might come out to a press conference and go, "Hey guys, look." They're the best team in the league. They're the defending champs. They got their rings. This city's on fire. And they blew us out here in the third quarter. Guess what? It's only one game. You know, it's just only, that's it. But instead, LeBron says, hey, um, so we have like no good shooters. And we have no guys that you'd consider like laser type guys. So uh, that's kind of who we are. That's the reality. Let's go to the phones. Rodrigo in Long Beach. Can we put Rodrigo on? What's going on, Rodrigo?
4: Hey, what's going on, Cab? What's going on, fellas? Uh, just I was just my issue was with the interview from last night with the guy that interviewed uh, Russell Westbrook in regards to Charles Barkley uh, comments. and in my mind, I was like, dude, it's the first game, you know, it's the first game, and you're already attacking his like his like like who he is and how he feels when instead of talking about basketball, how, how was the game? And from what I saw, my point on the game. I think he was a spark towards the end. Russell Westbrook was a spark towards the end where he seemed to seem like, all right, it's on, we're, we're getting there. And they came close, but because of Wiggins throwing those three-pointers, they just could not get close enough, you know. And, and just for just for, just for one more comment, if anything, uh, I personally from last year did not like the Russell Westbrook trick, but however, or signing, but the thing is, I don't. I don't fault him for what happened last year because at the end of the day, he didn't blink, He didn't point fingers at anyone. And say, oh, you know what? Guess who's on the floor all the time? Me. But guess who it? AD and LeBron. You know, fair enough.
3: Thanks for the call, and I appreciate it. But again, like this is the issue. It's not the cure, which is that if Russell is in a position where he's saying, "I'm, I'm doing fine. I'm, my life's doing just fine." Getting blown out by 20 on opening night is not a big deal. Okay, but, like, bro, that's not what you want. You look at the Celtics. Celtics had a disaster of an offseason. They get a first-year guy. They go in and pop the 76ers, and they're having a blast in the locker room. You know what I'm saying? It's not like the examples of how this works are not ever present in front of our eyeballs. When you compare the Lakers to what that is, last night was just not a good start. Camp Got to be real.
1: Have you watched the Redeem Team documentary? No. You got to watch it. And the reason I say that is because LeBron, even back then, and this is younger, beardless LeBron, Mm -hmm. he was the keep everybody loose guy. And when Kobe, who kind of shows up and everybody's a little bit afraid of Kobe and kind of walking on eggshells, it's LeBron who's keeping everybody light and loose. I can only imagine how hard it must be right now to be smiling, laughing, having fun, dancing, keeping everybody loose with this Laker team. After only just one game, you know who LeBron's doing it with in Game One. Guys on the other
3: team, namely Draymond Green, he's out there kikiing with him mid court in the middle—not mid court, but right in front of his own bench in the middle of the game. That have you seen him? Yeah. Have we, you seen him that positively
1: acting with his own team? We got to no. talk about that. Plus, yes. I mentioned earlier the worst song in the history of fans creating songs for championship runs. We'll get to that coming up. What we all need to know together next. CY is in for Sedano, and this is Sedano and Cap on 710 ESPN.
6: Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.